It's time now for the complete story, a public news and information feature of Bot Radio Network to keep you informed about the most important issues of our day. Now, here's the BRN father and son team, Dick and Rich Bot, with today's complete story. Well, my word, Rich, isn't this a different Easter, uh, a different Easter celebration than we've ever had before? It sure is. Yeah. Happy Easter, by the way. Yeah, and happy Easter to you. I was thinking that as people contemplate Easter and its meaning, uh, trusting the Lord and, um, and accepting Him as your personal Savior is a very personal experience. You don't need a crowd. You don't need a big gathering. What you need is to, is to think about his, his death on the cross and his resurrection and what it means to you. Yeah. Now, there was a song that we have not used for a long, long time on The Complete Story. But as I was pondering today's program, I thought this song just fits it perfectly to get this program started. Here it is. I'm not I'm 
was just listening to the words of that song, every person listening along with me could individualize it, could take it personally. And that's the message of the cross, isn't it? That's right. You that's know, he died on the cross for all of our sins, but also for each of us. Yeah. Now, John 3.16, folks, how many times have we heard that, but have we ever thought really what John 3.16 means? Listen to it. Go ahead and quote it, Rich. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. And I tell you what, that's a heart. It isn't what comes out of your mouth. It isn't that you have to do certain things and tell everybody. It's what's in your heart. Now, you do want to share the good news if you're able to. And that's always better. But it's a belief in your heart that makes the difference. I tell people who've had a parent or a loved one or someone that died and they weren't sure if they were a Christian. I said, well, listen now. You don't know what was in their heart. That that is the issue. Now, uh, Carol Robertson, people just love him, and we do too. Carol Robertson uh, lives down there in that little town in Mississippi on his grandfather's farm, his grandfather's land, his original grandfather's land. Where is that? That's Ripley, Mississippi, isn't it? Ripley, Mississippi, south of Memphis. Carol Robertson, he, he recorded this song. Here it is. With three rusty nails they nailed Jesus to the tree the sky turned to darkness on that day it was the day that Jesus died the blood flowed down his side it was the blood that washed my sins away There was a man who owned a store in Old City, Jerusalem, about 2,000 years ago. And the story I recall, his store was just across the street from Pilate's Hall. He tried to carry everything the people might need, but one day a Roman soldier came in with a plead. Do you have any big nails? The store owner replied with a voice so frail, No, sir, but I think I have three old rusty spikes. You can have them if you like. By the way, sir, what are you planning on doing with those three nails? The Roman soldier said, have you heard about that troublemaker, that man they call Jesus the Nazarene? Today we're going to show him who's boss and nail his hands and feet to a cross. The store owner fell down in front of the Roman soldier and said, Please, sir, don't do that. You see, I love that man they call Jesus. At about that time, there was a howling mob out in front of the store, and in the midst was Jesus dragging his cross. He followed the crowd outside the walls of old Jerusalem, and he saw that same Roman soldier pierce the hands and the feet the Lord Jesus. With three rusty nails 
They nailed Jesus to the tree The sky turned to darkness on that day It was the day that Jesus died The blood flowed down his side It was the blood that washed my sins away And that's something, and that's something simple, isn't it? Just simple. Um, I love that song. I love our audience. I love the Bot Radio Network family, individually, individually, that are listening right now. Um, not as a big group, not as a big auditorium filled with people, but individually, we're talking to you and you, and you, and want to share that story with you today. I was imagining how people are worshiping the Lord this Easter weekend, not in big auditoriums, but in small family groups, and uh, sometimes people lonely, even all by themselves. But the Lord is with them. You know, the Lord says, where even two or three are gathered together in my name, there I am in their midst. There you've got it, folks. You don't have to get dressed up in your fancy clothes, and you don't have to do all of the trappings that we accustom ourselves to, where two or three are gathered together. Yeah, but it also says, don't you know, forsake not the assembling of yourselves together. So when we're able to do that, we absolutely want to get together with our with our church well, and, and, and gather together and worship the Lord corporately. But but the Lord hears uh, our prayers. The Lord knows our hearts and uh, the cry of our hearts, and we can worship Him wherever we are, even in the belly of the fish. Jonah, Jonah proved that. <laughs> That's the truth. Now, listen, here's hey, Paul. Hey, hey huh? but I want to ask you, yeah. you know, why? I mean, we're, we're singing, we're hearing these songs about the crucifixion. Yes. Jesus died on the cross. That's what we memorialize on Good Friday. Yes. Why do they call it Good Friday? Yeah, you I mean, think about that, folks, just a moment. On that day, they didn't realize that Sunday morning was coming. They didn't realize, have a clue, the resurrection was going to take place. It was the darkest, um, it was the darkest, most forlorn day in the history of the world. It was a terrible day. Everything seemed to be lost. Why now do we call it Good Friday? Because Sunday's coming. Mm-hmm. Who was it? Was a famous preacher. <laughs> was that E.V. Hill? Somebody had <laughs> that great, so. great message. Yeah. Sunday's coming. That's right. That's exactly right. And folks. that's what we celebrate on Easter Sunday and is the resurrection. Is, and this is what you must remember also right now. While America is in the throes of separation and stay away from everybody and six feet at least, you know, all of that sort of thing. It also brings people together because you start talking and you start calling each other and texting each other and you want to find out how are you. And it's an amazing thing that at the same time we are forced into separation, 
we are all so drawn together. Isn't that amazing? I, I've, I've heard, I've thought about that. Isn't it just like the Lord to uh, keep us all apart in order to bring us together? And you know, Dad, we've been praying for a Great Awakening-style revival to sweep our land and, and for the Lord to answer uh, our prayers after the the pattern of Second uh, Chronicles 714. And isn't it just like him to do it in a very unexpected way? Well, isn't that the truth? Isn't that the truth? You could just see his hand moving, and I'm anxious and excited about a revival on its uh, way. Along with the people listening right now, uh, there is also a lot of turmoil and sadness and crazy stuff going on. I understand that liquor sales is taking a big jump, and people are ordering whiskey and that sort of thing for home delivery taken a big jump and marijuana has taken a big jump and so it's 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 amazing you have both sides you have both sides people that are lost people that can't figure it out people that are not at peace people that get a little crazy uh and yet then you have the others whose faith and trust is in the lord who made them now, here is Paul Harvey. Here is Paul Harvey to make that point. It starts with a story about a Boston preacher named S.D. Gordon. Dr. Gordon placed a beat-up, bent, rusted old birdcage beside his pulpit and told the story about that birdcage. He said an unkempt, unwashed little lad about age 10 was coming up the alley swinging this old caved-in birdcage with several tiny birds shivering on the floor of it. The compassionate Dr. Gordon asked where did the boy get the birds. The lad said he had trapped them. What was he going to do with them? The preacher asked. The boy said, I'm going to play with them, have fun with them. The preacher said, sooner or later, lad, you're going to get tired of that. And then what are you going to do with them? And the lad said, well, I, I have some cats at home. They like birds. I'll feed them to my cats. Dr. Gordon said, Son, how much do you want for the birds? The boy, surprised, hesitated. And then he said, Mister, you don't want to buy these birds. They're just plain old field birds. They can't even sing, and they're ugly. Just tell me. Two dollars? To his surprise, Dr. Gordon reached into his pocket and handed the lad two dollar bills. And the preacher took the cage, and the boy in a wink had disappeared down the alley. In a sheltered crevice between buildings, Dr. Gordon opened the door of the cage, and tapping on the rusty exterior, he encouraged the little birds one at a time to find their way out through the narrow door and fly away. Thus, having accounted for the empty cage beside his pulpit, the preacher went on to tell what seemed at first like a separate story about how once upon a time Jesus and the devil had engaged in a negotiation. Satan had boasted how he had baited a trap. In Eden's garden, he had baited a trap, and he'd caught himself a world full of people. What are you going to do with all those people in your cage, Jesus wanted to know. The devil said, I'm going to play with them, tease them. 
make them marry and divorce and fight and kill one another. I'm going to teach them to throw bombs at each other. I'm going to have fun with them. And Jesus had said, you can't have fun with them forever. When you get tired of playing, then what are you going to do with them? And Satan had said, damn them, they're no good anyway. Damn them, kill them. Jesus said, how much do you want for them? Satan said, you can't be serious. If I sell them to you, they'll just spit on you. They'll hate you. They'll hit you and hammer nails into you. They're no good. Jesus said, how much? Satan said, all of your tears and all of your blood, that is the price. And Jesus took the cage and paid the price and opened the door. Now, in that plain and simple, the illustration, it's kind of a parable, isn't it? It makes it clear. That's the way it is, isn't it? It's very much a, a parable. It's an analogy. Of course, we know Jesus is the Son of God. Rich, tell the listeners um, that are not able to hear us on one of our 122 radio stations across the country. How can they hear us um, in other countries and in other states and things like that? Because they need to know so they can tell their friends and their relatives other in other places. Absolutely, and that's so exciting. There's lots of ways to listen to Bot Radio Network. Of course, on the radio, like like most of you are listening right now. Also on your mobile phones, we have a BRN mobile app. Uh, go to the App Store or whatever uh, they call it on your particular kind of phone and look up Bot Radio Network. Download the app, and you can listen to Bot Radio Network wherever you are. If you have one of these Amazon Echo devices, just say Alexa. Open Bot Radio Network, and uh, and there we are. Wherever course, you see, wherever you are, I think it the, doesn't really matter. I think the first time the... you have to say install the Bot Radio oh. Network, and then she does, and then you say open Bot Radio Network, and there we are. Yeah, I mean uh, it's terrific. And you can listen on your computer. Just go to the website botradionetwork.com. That's b o t t radionetwork.com. Yeah. I like I like Alexa because if I'm traveling in another state. Uh, even in the East Coast or something like that. And I can, in the, even in the middle of the night, I can just say, Alexa, play Bot Radio Network. And here it is. Yeah, but you have to have me to set it up for you. <laughs> yeah, that's Once true. it's set up, that's you know the way what, it Rich? works. It's wonderful. Yeah, well, I need to have you anyway. That's for sure. God bless me the day you were born. Now, here is a listener from Jackson Hole, Wyoming, way out there. In Wyoming, they are part of our family. Listen to this. I work in Jackson, Wyoming, and ever since I knew about Bot being on, I started listening to it. But as far as good teaching, Bot is by far the best I've come across. But I want to thank you for all you do. It's a wonderful station. God bless you all. Amen. Yeah. Oh, that's one of my favorite places in the whole world. That's beautiful there with the Grand Teton Mountains. Yeah. Jackson Hole, Jackson, Wyoming. Jackson, Wyoming is different than Jackson Hole, well, Wyoming, isn't it? Jackson Hole is the valley, and Jackson is the town. Yeah. All right, now here is Pam um, with a comment. Yes, I'm Pam, and I listen to your station almost every day. 
I really appreciate the variety of ministries you provide on a daily basis. Thank you so much for making these available. It's such a blessing. Hmm. All right. Well, let's see now. Let's go back up here to 198 for Ron. We've got to, we've got to hear from him. This is Ron, and I'm so grateful for Bot Radio Network. The preachers that are on there each morning, I listen from about 5.30 in the morning to maybe 1 o'clock in the afternoon, and very much enriched by that teaching on a daily basis. Thank you, and God bless. All right. I think, Rich, this would be a good way to kind of close the program off with uh, Dr. Billy Graham. And he's in heaven right now. He is home. He is home. At the end of every long journey, at the you know, Billy Graham started preaching when he was in his 20s. And God used him. God used him. Not only in America, but all over the world. And now he's home. And yet, does he continue to speak to us? Here are his words. Now, you can't change your past, but you can determine your destiny by deciding for Christ. But Christ can change your past. He died on the cross so that all the sins you've ever committed, all the things you've ever done wrong are forgiven. What do you have to do? You have to repent of your sins. That means to be willing to change your way of living. You may have no power to do it. You may not have power to give up some of those habits you know are wrong. You may not have power to fall in love with your wife again. You may not have power to change your whole life that you know needs to be changed. But if you surrender to Christ, he'll give you the power. You say, well, Billy, I don't know what else to do. I've been baptized. I joined the church and so forth. But I don't really have peace and joy and power in my life, all that you're talking about. How do I get it? Jesus Christ said, I am the way. Come to Christ. He will give you a new strength and a new power and a new joy and a new peace and a purpose for living. Every person that ever lived has to make the same choice. It's either the world and its pleasures and its gods or it's Christ. Which is it for you? Who are you choosing? Who are you voting for? Choosing rather to suffer the affliction with the people of God than to enjoy the pleasures of sin for a season. Oh yes, there's pleasure in sin for a short time. But it's soon over. The hangover comes. And there's nothing you can do about it. It's going to be there. Choose Christ. And there'll never be a hangover except joy and peace. And it's an urgent decision because to delay makes the right decision harder. Indecision in itself is a choice. Not to decide is to decide not to. If you have a ticket for a flight to Atlanta tonight and can't decide whether to go or not, if you wait past the departure time, the choice will have been made. The plane will take off without you. Decisions are made whether we make them or not. Time decides if you will not. And time always decides against you. There's a lonely arena in the depths of your heart where the greatest battle of life must be fought alone. That's your decision about Christ. Your parents can't make it for you. The church can't make it for you. Your friends can't make it for you. Your girlfriend, your boyfriend can't make it for you. You have to make it yourself. And you must decide tonight. 
there are hundreds of people here tonight that have to decide tonight and your decision tonight yes or no will decide where you'll be a hundred years from now if you're not sure that you're ready to meet God if you're not sure you're going to heaven and you're not sure that your sins are forgiven you come and make sure tonight I believe that none of you are here by accident tonight I believe that you're here on this particular night because this is the night that you are to meet God in a new way and receive him into your heart come to Christ he will give you a new strength and a new power and a new joy and a new peace and a purpose for living yeah you see there's no reason to be all tore up inside is there there's no reason to be fearful there's no reason to fret and all that sort of thing of course you want to be use common sense you know we're hearing that word a lot now those two words common sense but there's no reason to jump around and get hysterical about anything is there Give the give the listener a comment. Okay, Mark. and this is this what we just heard from Billy Graham. That is what Easter is all about. Jesus came to die on the cross for our sins and to be resurrected on Easter Sunday. Our listener comment line is one eight hundred three four five two six two one. One eight hundred three four five two six two one. Now here is a lady and her husband from the Black Hills. Here it is. My husband and I both really appreciate the Bot Radio Network in the Black Hills area. We listen to it daily when we're on the road, when we're working at home. There's so many great speakers. We sure appreciate the Bot Radio Network and its daily encouragement to us. Thank you so much. Yeah. Thank you, dear lady. This is Dick Bot with his chapter, The Complete Story, with my son, Rich. And we'll see you later. Happy Easter, everybody. 